the deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' God! You can't handle the truth. I'm gonna get a VP! This is a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Two bananas with you. I can't wait to shit my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Shut your big yapper. I, you know, that intro is so catchy. Um, I think we have listeners locally here because when the wife and I were at a local store, I heard someone say to their friend, I'm the best there's ever been. And I, and I thought for sure they were referencing the movie, but then his buddy said, I wish you'd just shut your big yapper. So we might have some listeners locally here. Very, that's very cool. Ex- that's exciting. Exactly. And we already have some in France. So it's catching on. I think it, it's got to be the opener. It can't be the banter between Hammer Handle and Bradley Weather, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, one of the people that's not on tonight is Johnny Weather. And uh, he um, has this unique ability to not predict the future, but, well, I guess it is kind of predict the future. He's like, he's seeing it clearly because he's been calling it that. A lot of people are going to uh, get fed up and they are starting to speak out. And so uh, I have a video here and we've we've shown this on other podcasts of uh, people speaking out. It just seems to be there's a lot more people speaking out. So this is a pastor that uh, that is speaking out. Let's uh, listen to what he has to say. In a year's time, he screwed the whole nation up. A year. Our nation's gone backwards. A year ago, you were paying two dollars a gallon for gas, and you're paying almost four dollars now because of his decision. Two million people have crossed our borders uh, from Mexico, and these people coming in don't get, they don't get COVID tested. They aren't forced to get vaccinated. Your government is flying them to cities across the United States and putting them up in hotels and paying for them with your money. In a year's time. Men who say they women are competing on the college level in women's sports and depriving women who have been working all their lives to be the best woman in their sport, the ability to be that because this man won't be a girl now. He's adamant about this, too, because he's he's grabbing the podium and he's got his hands on it. He's kind of shaking the podium a little bit. And he's going through it and uh, listing all the, you know what? I totally forgot that they're not getting COVID tests when they come across anymore, are they? I don't think so. That's amazing. I guess COVID's over? I I guess, yeah. It's nice (laughs) to hear that these pastors are representing their communities, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the voice out there, a lot of the businesses in the area, you know, trying to get their DEI score up. Uh, want people that represent different ethnicities. And, I, I, and I'm all for that. If someone feels like they walk in and, and they see a totally different race and they don't feel comfortable, but, well, no, you know what? I don't feel like that's okay. Because that, what that's telling everyone is that you and I don't have empathy and we're not nice to other races. And you know what? We are. Yep. So take your DEI and shove it. That's what I got to say. I found a video online and <laughs> no way online yeah i know right that's uh that's my thing uh, for some reason i love videos online uh, i'm a, i will absolutely agree i'm addicted 
that uh, I think Hammer Handle, you're going to love this one, or maybe you're not. But have you ever seen people riding on a Harley Davidson and you think to yourself, you're doing it wrong and you're drinking Bud Light beer? Well, here's a video that you might think that. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you. <laughs> you know, it's been a joke in the biker community for a long time that if two men ride together, you never go nut to butt. <laughs> so I can see why in this video, this man <laughs> is facing backwards on the back of the motorcycle. See, now, I've never heard you don't go nut to butt because, to me, he's doing it wrong. You're sitting, you're supposed to be, I mean, I, I don't want to be the guy sitting behind. I always want to be the one driving the, the motorcycle. But if you got to if you gotta go passenger, maybe, maybe you go sidecar instead. But all these guys are missing is a Bud Light in their hand, right? Since Harley-Davidson's gone, uh, gone woke. Well, yeah. So the other day I noticed they, people were freaking out about a, uh, the Budweiser can that had a Harley Davidson logo on it. And I fully support you voting with your money. There's only one issue that I would want to bring up to you is that a lot of these dealers that are in your community are privately owned. And these are local people in your community that do more than just sell motorcycles so if you want to boycott harley davidson because their logo was on a budweiser can that is perfectly fine with me just make sure you punish the motor company not the dealership because the local dealership hires local people and right. they yeah pay local taxes so how would they punish corporate harley davidson not get a credit card with their image on it not go to their 120th celebration. Don't go to their museum in Milwaukee. I mean, okay. There are ways to do it, but just try not to punish the local guy. Well, I guess we'll never have um, Harley Davidson as a sponsor, huh? <laughs> well, too bad. Right. It's up to people what they want to do with. Yes, it is. You're absolutely correct. I, I know you love Harley Davidson's. I love Harley Davidson's. I know when we were uh, younger, younger men, we used to uh, debate what the sound was that uh, Harley Davidson should be, um, should be patenting for the sound of their motorcycles, but uh, they are, they are excellent machines. Uh, just they're, they're part of that corporate wokeness that's trying not to anger some people, but they're forgetting about the people that they are angering. So if you've listened to our pa uh, past podcasts, you will have heard that we played a video where Democratic senator after senator after senator after representative after senator after representative was saying, and even the one in our state here, Klobuchar, was saying that the elections, they were fraudulent because they have the ability for people to break into the systems. As a matter of fact, Kamala Harris had people sitting right in front of her and she had some of her fellow senators there to show them how it was done and they hacked into the system right in front of them. And so when you say it doesn't make sense to me that a guy going to a automobile factory has two people in the audience 
one of which was his PR person, that he beat the other guy by so much. When you see a video like the video that I'm going to show next, and that somebody, I don't know, I don't know what, it must be a lot younger than me, but they jumped up in a tree and they took a picture while Trump was speaking. So take a listen and tell me again that Biden beat them by that much. Um, you just kind of look around from the ground or whatever, but you don't see the magnitude of the amount of people that are there. I mean, it's crazy. Take a look. That's one rally for Trump. Looking at that video, there's people packed in shoulder to shoulder as far as you can see. Yeah, it was quite the opposite, you know, uh, a couple that I had seen for the Democrats where they were struggling to even fill 50 seat rooms, you know? Right? Yep. You can't even get 50 people there? But you're telling me that they... They aren't interested in listening to you, but they're interested in voting for you to lead the country. Exactly. And you know what? It may have happened. I just find it so hard to believe that all these followers, all these people, what that tells me is that everyone that voted for Trump went to a rally. That's the only way. Because if, if you're taking statistically the amount of people that showed up, he should have won like Reagan did, 49 states to one. <laughs> so something is wrong there. And I, I fully admit, obviously, if there was uh, fraud and, and the elections were stolen, he didn't he wouldn't have beaten them by 49 states to one. But man, there's a ton of people. That guy can motivate you to get out and listen to him speak. He's good at his job. And he's and he's real, right? You heard him you heard him cuss there. Oh, and yeah. then I was I was talking to people at the end of the night, and there was a bunch of bulls. <laughs> so go get them. Go get them. So that's part of why people liked him, because he, he was so unfiltered. Right. Exactly. Hit gloves. One of us. One of us. So we've always talked about the media is in the Democrats' pocket, right? Yep. Well, Veritas recently outed CNN. And I've said on previous podcasts, I am never listening or going to the CNN website again. Now, I probably shouldn't have said never because obviously I like to research both sides of an issue. But holy mackerel, listen to what Charlie Chester, the C a CNN technical director, what he says here. Is it definitive ending to the pandemic or, you know, like... It'll taper off to a point that it's you know, not a problem anymore. Probably think it's going to take years, so we'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit. We're going to start focusing mainly on climate, climate like global warming, and like that's going to be our next like um, it's our it's going to be our focus. Like uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. So that's like the next. 
pandemic like story like that will yeah that will will beat to death but that one's got longevity you know what i mean it's not like there's a definitive ending to the pandemic or you know like it'll taper off to a point that it's you know not a problem anymore probably think it's going to take years so they'll probably be able to milk that now this is not the first time that veritas has caught people saying stuff and i am taking this at face value I'm taking um, it at face value that Charlie Chester is or was a technical director at CNN. Is this not just proof that the media is in the pocket of the Democrats? Absolutely. It seems like that's the agenda that they want to push. And what does that do to our election process? What does that do to our Constitution? What does it do to the journalism industry? Because when I hear that kind of stuff, I don't believe a word that comes out of a journalist's mouth. Right. And it, it pollutes a lot of things. Yeah. And then it makes me think, well, good God, what is it doing to our Constitution? Because you no longer do the people of this country have freedom of speech or even a voice or even someone saying on their behalf or digging into these issues and finding out what we really want to know about an issue it's just they're parroting whatever is sent to them. Right. And it's, I want to make it clear that I'm not against, you know, like solar panels and all this other thing, all this other stuff, but I've never been a fan of the EPA and some of the radical stances that they take and like trying to make electric cars. The only thing that gets sold by 2035 or whatever, we don't. I mean, I know you've covered this before, but we don't have the infrastructure to support that. That's ridiculous. So so why would they push it if they know we don't have the infrastructure? Money. They want money. And so if they have the plan that they have to build the infrastructure, then we have to rely on them. But see, this goes back to why why are you a Democrat? You know, a Democrat, you got your hand out and you're expecting the government to do things for you. There is proof that if you let the government do it, it takes seven times longer than it does when you get a uh, private industry business to research and develop the same product. You know, in that respect, ask about a Democrat. I, I don't think that it's like the entire Democrat Party. I think there are, you know, extremists that push things on the right and the left. And, you know, here us normal American people are just caught in the middle and we don't want all this government overreach it's it's got to stop at some point yeah i hear that but why would a democrat vote for a democratic candidate at the very essence of being democrat or being republican republicans believe you should be responsible for yourself be responsible for your family be responsible for your own life what we want the government for is to uh, make the roads right uh, make the infrastructure, do whatever uh, is needed for that, the bridges so that I can go over to Wisconsin or, you know, wherever cross over rivers. Uh, but I mean, in the beginning, that was a privilege. Now with jobs, it's a requirement. I don't see it as a privilege anymore. With a, with a Democrat in charge, it's just bigger government and it's handouts. What can I give you? Right. And I, I think it has a lot to do with the media. Uh, People are so wrapped up in their own lives that the couple of minutes that they get to listen to the news before or while making supper, you know, they hear this stuff 
And then they're so busy wrapped up in their own lives that they don't have time to stop and say, Hey, what that guy on CNN or whatever said, was that the truth? You know, they don't have time to look it up and get all the facts on it. They just listen to it, hear it, and then parrot it to other Democrats. And so I'm going to sound like a Republican here. When you see the country deteriorating, don't you take a few minutes out of your day to investigate that next issue and say, that's not right. And then investigate the next one and say, that's not right. Or are you saying that people are so wrapped up in their lives, which I have, there's been times in my life where it's, it's family work, family work, family work, family work. I don't have time for anything else. Are you saying that, that they're so wrapped up in it that they listen to the media source that they trust? And if that source is misleading them, well, they're just being misled? Yeah, possibly. That's a sad state of affair because then you're not an, you're not an educated voter then. Man, you past the age of uh, going to college, but I, I have a college person here that is... Uh, you ever seen um, Dave Chappelle? Yes, sir. One of my and favorite he, comics. And he does that thing. He pulls back. He goes, gotcha. Uh, here's, a, here's a video of someone who is got someone at college, a, a college student. And uh, at the end, you could say, gotcha. Do you think Trump is a racist? He a said racist? some racist shit. He's done some racist things. He probably is racist. Yeah, because people don't believe. I tell them, like, Trump is a racist, and they don't believe it. So, like, this is one of the things he said before the election. He says, you cannot go to a 7-Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. So, like, am I, I'm not joking. You can't be, like, saying racist shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're, like, a presidential candidate, and you're like on like a national broadcast, you can't be like saying racist shit like that. Yeah. So they got to be professional is pretty much what you're saying. Yeah. And if like you say, if you say you have to have an Indian accent to go into a 7-Eleven, you're not supposed to be president. Let's get that clear. You're a racist. You know, um, that would just be a conspiracy theory if they didn't have Joe Biden saying it. The video of Joe Biden saying it. Well, my favorite one was when he told the American person or people that he was talking to that I don't work for you. Really? <laughs> Say it ain't so. Uh, you don't work for me. Really? I thought you did. I really thought you did. Pete Hegseth, he's from Minnesota. Um, he was on Hannity recently. And I, what, I'm going to ask you your opinion. Do you think it would be a good thing for Trump to have a mugshot, because the reason I'm asking is because Pete Hegseth uh, kind of convinced Hannity that it might might be a good thing. Let's let's listen to this and how he comes to the conclusion that Trump having a mugshot would be a good thing. You're exactly right, Tommy. This is a horrible night for our republic, but politically a great night for Donald Trump. In that it just is. Because, no, no, because they're going to, you remember the mugshots of Elvis and Frank Sinatra and Johnny Cash and Jimi Hendrix and Mick Jagger turned them into even bigger icons than they were. If there's a mugshot of Donald Trump, it'll be in dorm rooms and on T-shirts, making him a hero or an anti. No, it will. And rightfully so, because he's become a symbol 
of what elites and, and those obsessed with power are willing to do when they have that power. You just gave away my next business idea. Why did you do that? That is a great idea. It's I, right I, there. By the way, I think get you're ready right. for it. Get ready yep. for it. I, it I will be the right. symbol. There will be he will be the Republican nominee and Americans will rally around him because he stood for things they believe in. And they came after him because they want to come after you right. and all of us. That's right. Are you convinced? He makes a good argument. That's for sure. Um, you know, I, I just don't see it. I, I think Democrats like to twist things so badly that it, it may be a wash. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you because I agree with you. Because actually, that's where I was going with it. Is I like where Pete Hegseth is at mentally, but could the moderates get by a mugshot of their president having been arrested? Could they get by that or not? I don't know if they could. Uh, re- maybe refresh my memory. Ha- have you been arrested before? No, I have not. No, well, have you? I have. Do you? You have. Okay. I, I. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if um, the unicorn has been arrested or not, but I know Johnny has. And I think a majority of Americans. You know, I'm not saying it's like ninety percent, but majority of Americans have made a mistake in the past, whether it was when they were younger or you know whatever it was. That I think a lot of them have that maybe mugshot from the past maybe that will resonate with them that, Hey, this is a regular person and they're doing this to go after him. I, maybe he's got a point because and everything that he does, it does feel like he's fighting for the regular Americans. It's not uh, elites first. I, I agree with you. All right. And uh, the last video of this show is probably not the one to end on, but this is Rachel Maddow and uh, Chuck Schumer. I've said it millions of times. The worst thing that Trump could have done was go after the media and go after the deep state. And here's proof of why he should have never gone after the deep state. To the intelligence tell community. You, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday of getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, to- but I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about them. First of all, A, I don't like the smug smile on uh, Chuck Schumer's face there, but uh, there's nothing I can do about that. But also, is it okay for our intelligence community to go after anyone that has not done something illegal because they don't like him? Let alone a former president? Yeah. (laughs) Or at the time, the president? Yeah. That just seems so wrong in so many ways. And it just leads back to what I've always uh, heard people say is that politics is corrupt, so badly corrupted. It's amazing. You know, they, you hear, you watch all these uh, shows and they always say like the CIA w- is not supposed to operate on U.S. soil, but then Correct. you see these shows where they've that are based on true stories where they've operated in the U.S. I don't know. Uh, you know that's a great point because uh, my father-in-law loves watching the show FBI, and they have FBI International, but 
FBI is supposed to be in the U.S. only. Correct. Yep. So is it? CIA was supposed to be the international. Right. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. But I suppose it could be somebody internationally that committed a crime here that they're chasing. But just the fact that you're doing a show that says FBI International just is an oxymoron. So the funny part is, is there's so many government entities that they don't know what each other is doing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been on display before that they've arrested somebody from another agency. So, and then they're interrogating the person and then the other agency shows up and says, Hey, I heard you. Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got our guy. All right. Well, hammer handle. Uh, I enjoyed you. Uh, Thanks for having me back. Hopefully, you Hopefully, you like the uh, approach of uh, surprising you with a topic and getting a real, uh, a real answer, a real view of what uh, went on there. But yeah, it's uh, you're always welcome to come back on anytime you want. Thank you, sir. Uh, be back as much as possible. Awesome. See you later. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. I got a call full of girls and it's going real sway. The next stop is the east side motel. We used to chase that tad and lose freight. Couple of kids in a Chevrolet. Catch a little air when we cross the tracks. Slipping on something from a paper sack. You hang your shirt on that maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river bank. Wasn't very long, I was jumping in, jumping in. I guess I'm still doing now what I was doing then. Chasing you like a shot of whiskey. Burning, going down, burning, going down. Chasing you like those goodbye taillights. Headed west to anywhere out of this old town, town.